So today we're going to focus on tactic, our target and tactics. If you want to grow your business, you have to focus on target and tactics. Target is what we want. Tactics is how we're going to get there. Tomorrow, we're going to be focused on exposure and execution. And then Wednesday, we're going to be focused on income acceleration, okay? Income is going to be the result of exposure, execution, identifying a clear target, and your tactics on how to get it, okay? The target is robbing a bank. The tactic is how are we going to do this? I know, I know some of you guys are super in love with the fact that you don't have to strategize and you don't have to ask yourself how I'm going to do it. And you just have to sell yourself on the fact that you're going to do it and you get to manifest your way to millions. And I'm not saying that doesn't work. I'm just saying it hasn't worked for me. That the, 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 the idea of if I think positively enough, the things that I want in life will come to me that I want. Now, I do believe that my positive thinking has um, attracted certain things in my life, but not millions. I'll tell you that right there. You got to work for that. You got to work the house you want. You got to work for that. The car you want to drive, you got to work for that. The things you want to do financially, you got to work for that. In my opinion and in my experience in talking to people, there has not only been a target, but there has been tactics. That's why on Q&A, you guys ask me, hey, how should I do this? You're asking me the tactic. You're not relying on it's just coming to you because you're special. And God told you that that was going to be your husband. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from because we're talking about business. I don't, I don't know where that came from. But I know. I know. Stuff is, yeah, man. You're going to have a dream. A, a dream. I have a dream. It's going to happen. Martin Luther King had a dream, but guess what? There was some tactics involved. There's some things that he had to do. So my point is, we are going to really, really focus on business building. And I'm going to give you all everything I got for the rest of the year on how we're going to make money. And there have been multiple people who come into the morning meetup before. Before they were in the morning meetup, things were okay. They weren't going to die. But after just being in the environment, implementing some of the, some of the things on the call, you do it and you get the result. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> Nella, I, you know you you mean to tell me you ain't manifest J Star? All right. Here we go. All right. Let's get into it. Here are the tactics. So this is again, this is not good information that I'm going to share with you. This is information that I want you to actually do. I'm going to ask you to do something. So let's start with the target, aka the goal. And I actually, I hate the fact that I have to come on here and talk about goals because I know that some people are thinking, oh my gosh, get to the sauce, get to how to run the play. I don't really need to set no more goals. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. How many people, if we could just be honest, 
how many people set a goal last week and did not think about it yesterday? Come on, what we got? How many, like you set a goal last week and I'm talking about yesterday, you didn't think about it. The day before you didn't think about it. You didn't wake up this morning thinking about the goal you set last week. So how are we going to stick to the goals that we set in the beginning of the year? And most of, most of us, we have a goal and we don't even write it down or we actually wrote it down, but we don't know where the notebook is. Do me a favor. If we're going to be honest, how many people wrote some goals down and you got this whole strategy and this plan on this sheet of paper and you have no idea where that paper is? You don't know. You was at a workshop. Okay. Let's, let me ask you one more question. How many people are going to set a goal today as I go through this goal stuff and you're not going to look back at this note? The notes you're taking right now, you're not going to look back at them. Just put it in the chat. Just be honest. The likelihood. Okay. Give me the likelihood, the percentage, the percentage of possibility that you're actually going to write some stuff down and revisit this stuff later. Just throw me a percentage. I know mine will be low. <laughs> well, that's my problem. That's why I have to keep talking about the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. But it's so cliche. That's why I got to get on here and just do like a, a rant on the mindset and how you think and me trying to reshape some things in your brain and not giving you this is what you need to do because you need that mindset shift every day. I know sometimes people look, yo, just tell me like to tell me the strategy and the tactics. No, you don't need that because I'll tell you what to do. You're not going to do it. Why? Because your, your thought process isn't intact. You're thinking the way you think about some things. It's just not, it's not going to be able to hold the tactics. You're not going to be able to carry it out because you're going to start carrying something out and it's going to get really, really hard. And that's when the way you think is going to have to take over and get through it. But we just don't. So I got to talk about the same stuff over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. I've been talking about the same stuff since we started the morning meetup in a different way, in a different tone, wearing a different shirt. But there's the stuff that works. I'm telling you, how many people uh, you actually listen to the Jim Rohn video, uh, not the video, how many of y'all download that communications workshop I, I gave you guys? How many listen to it? How many listen to it? All right. Um, somebody that listened to it, raise your hand because I'm going to ask, I'm going to test you, okay? I don't think you're lying, but I just need to know. Uh, how many people listen to it? I'm going to I'm going to quiz you. Listen, I've listened to it a thousand times, so I can test you on this stuff. All right. Let's see it. Let's see it. Who we got? Who we got? Nobody raised their hand yet. Nobody <laughs> raised their hand yet. There we go. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Every it was mad. Oh, I did it. I did it. I did it. Oh, but you can't tell me anything from it. OK, what's up, Taylor? Hey, you listen to Jim Rose Communication Workshop. I did. I listened to the entire thing once. So hopefully I passed. All right. Here's, here's the here's the quiz. How many parts is it? 
That should be easy. I believe it was four. Ah, okay. All right. You're hundred percent. Okay. Give me three takeaways. Three takeaways. Mm. He talked, he spoke about listening. Uh, he spoke about listening. I might be saying it wrong. I want to say some type of emotional control when you're listening and being empathetic to what the person is saying. Um, he talked about having something good to say by mm -hmm. making sure you're feeding your mind and, and feeding yourself with good information. Uh, he talked about, man, I don't know. I listened <laughs> to it one time, like straight through. That's cool. That, that, is, that is actually my point. And no, no shade. I'm glad you did. But there was so there's so much that changed my life in there. But I listened to it a bunch of times. You listened to it once and dropped 98 percent of it, which means we got to keep going back and listen to this stuff. Got it. So it's, it's that's human nature. Anybody would be like that. We just read the whole book of Outwitting the Devil. And people who finished the book. They may not be able to recall a lot of the information in the book that we just read. Make sense? But it's not, it's not like you've done anything bad. It's just we got to keep, it's the repetition of information. Make sense? Okay, good, good. Somebody Let me show, I'm gonna, end up, but when you ask for three facts, they put it right down. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that too. There was a couple of hands up. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, nope, I don't know this. <laughs> let, me, like, let, me, let me share a, a part with you. Um, uh, Wednesday night to come. Um, um, okay. So let me share, let me share a part with you. And I, I promise you. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations or multiple systems on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. 
Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. I've listened to all four parts multiple times. I've been listening to it uh, myself. It's Jim Rohn's Communication Workshop. I really want you to listen to it. Somebody Can somebody find it and put it in the chat? It's really, really good. So let me tell you. Um, he started making an illustration about the power of words. So he said... Um, We've heard people who say, talk, 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 never act. That's not a good thing, right? People are all talk, what? No action. He's like, talk, 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 never act. We know that's bad. He said, but on the flip side of that, act, 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 never talk. It's just as bad. He said, your actions don't say everything. Communication is extremely powerful and just as important as the action. He said, when you get somebody some flowers, the flowers have a limited vocabulary. He said, what's not, what, what's not most powerful about the flowers is the flower gesture. It's the little card inside. He said, flowers say you remember. Flowers say you care. He said, but it's the little card that says, no one in the world affects me the way you do. He said, now the words are just as powerful as the gesture. He said, so we don't want to be all talk, no act, but we don't want to be no all act, no talk either. We've got to be able to communicate. He said, like, you know, you get a shirt, like men, we have a shirt with pens in it. Um, um, the the words that you use are like the pins. Like he said, if you if you take a, a straight pin, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like when you get a, a shirt, it has these little straight pins in it or little pins that you will put into like a shirt if you're sewing and things of that nature. You know what I'm talking about? He said, if you take those straight pins and you throw it at somebody, you'd feel it, right? If I throw it at you, you feel it. He said, the words are the pins, but you have to use words with measured emotion. He said, if I take that straight pin and tie it to the end of an iron bar and throw it at you right there, he said, I can throw, he said, I can, I can drive that pin through your heart. So he said, the weight is the emotion behind the words that you say. So it's not just saying it, 
but it's saying it with measured emotion. Golly, you ever you, like you're having a conversation, but you're not calculating all of this conversation, the, the, the emotion behind the words. We think that the activity is going to get us there when really we need to be able to communicate paired with activity because the flowers don't say it all. It's the little card inside the flowers. <laughs> I think I've, um, I'm a student of communication. Oh my gosh, I can't believe so much time has passed. But my point is, it's a really, really good uh, series. I don't have no affiliate on it, but I, I think it would help you if you really, really pay attention because communication has opened up my world. Being able to communicate, especially in business, has opened up my world. Now, I'm a little more clumsy with the communication of my emotions and my feelings. I'm a little more clumsy with that. I'm a little more clumsy when, it's, when it comes to like communicating with my wife or my daughter. I'm a little more clumsy with that because that takes... <laughs> that takes real talent. <laughs> but in terms of like communicating with people in a business world or just like getting people to like me, it's a strategy and it takes practice and it, it takes a true skill set in communication. So listen, y'all go check out that session and let's, let's actually get to uh, what we're going to talk about today. Okay. All right, cool. We have to set a goal. We have to identify the target. Okay. So Here's my question for you. What is the measurable goal? Now, I want you to set an accomplishment, whatever the accomplishment is going to be. And I'm going to let you decide the time frame because every goal needs a time frame, but I don't want it to go past 90 days. 30, 60, or 90 days. Let's create a target. What is it that we want to accomplish in the next 30, 60, or 90 days? Okay, so you should be taking notes because I really, really want you to uh, go through this. Maybe after the call, it's going to be tough to accomplish all of this while we're on the call. But this is why this is a three day challenge, because I'm going to challenge you to accomplish more in the next 30, 60 or 90 days than you've accomplished in the last 365 days in the last decade. I do me a favor. Just let me know if, if you guys feel me. Can you accomplish more in the next 30, 60, or 90 days than you've accomplished in the last 10 years when it comes to business or entrepreneurship? Is that true? Is it true that you can accomplish more in the next 30, 60, or 90 days than you've accomplished in the last three, six, or nine years? Is that possible? I'm here to tell you it is. So we got it. We, we, we have to set a specific measurable target. And when I say measurable, meaning we can count it. So I don't want, so the goal can't be, um, I'm going to be more patient in the next 30, 60, 90 days. Why is that not a goal that we're going to go after today? Because we can't measure it. How do we measure more patience? I'm going to grow my business. How do we measure growth without a number? We need a number. I'm going to make 300% um, more sales in the next 30 days than I did in the last 30 days. Now that's a goal because we can measure it. Does that make sense? 
goal. I'm going to go to the gym four days a week for the next 30, 60, or 90 days. We can measure that. There are numbers of there's a there are numbers attached there. And most of the reason we don't accomplish goals is because our goals can't be measured. You have to be able to inspect what you expect, meaning you have to be able to see inside the result that you expect to see. You have to inspect what you expect. Whatever you expect, you need to be able to monitor it. Is this making sense? If it's making sense, say it makes sense. 36 or 90. Okay, but in, in all of this, okay, I want to know, will accomplishing this goal make you happy? Will accomplishing this goal make you happy? That's one thing I think we feel to ask ourselves. This isn't a conversation we typically have on goals. We set the goal because we think it's what we want, but we never, and I think most of the times when we set a goal, I think it's probably going to make us happy, but sometimes asking the question uh, creates an answer that is more targeted and it helps you realize more things. Will setting this goal make me happy? Yes, how? How? Here's sometimes you might run into it. Hey, I want to set a goal to um, make uh, X amount of dollars and hire five people. Making more money and hiring more people, will it make you happy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I want to do 10 speaking gigs in the next 90 days or the next 60 days, meaning I'm going to travel a few times a week. Will that make you happy? For me, my answer is no. Yeah, I want to do a speaking gig. Yeah, I want to make the money, but do I like traveling? Me personally? So just ask that question. We're not going to spend too much time there, but when we start setting these goals, just make sure the goal that you're setting is making you happy. Because sometimes we start setting goals that make other people happy. And us accomplishing that goal puts us in a cage of making other people happy at the expense of our own. Got it? Okay. What will be the long-term effects of you accomplishing this goal? Right now, I want you to just write down the questions. Think about the answers. But I'm challenging you to get through this list of things by tomorrow. What will be the long-term effects of accomplishing this particular goal? So we may say, I want to make, I want to make $50,000 in 90 days. Well, what are the long-term effects of you making $50,000 in 90 days? It's not the 50,000. The reason I'm asking you the question is because I want you to have certain realizations about yourself. It's not the $50,000 in the 90 days that's going to create long-term effects. It's your ability to make $50,000 in 90 days that has long-term effects. Why? Because if you make 50,000 in 90 days, the next 90 days, you can make another 50,000. But if we don't ask ourselves this question, going through the next 90 days of accomplishing this goal, we may fail to realize and focus on our ability to make it, not just being excited that we're making it. Because then you'll start pulling more, you'll start squeezing more juice out of this experience. 
Because the long-term effects of me making $50,000 in 90 days is me making or my ability to make the 50,000 in 90 days. And you may be a little more careful with documentation. You may be a little more careful with um, documenting your strategy, identify how you feel emotionally, how you accomplish roadblocks. These are all very, very important things in helping you accomplish your 50,000 in 90 days or whatever your particular goal is, okay? What will be the long-term effects of your goal? Here's the next question I need you to answer. I want you to answer these questions today, okay? If you're going to answer these questions, say I'm committed. Just put it in the chat. If you're going to answer these questions, say I'm committed. All right, great, 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 great. Um, last question, last question, and this is very important. Who do I have to become to accomplish this goal? Who do I have to become to accomplish this goal? Now, this particular question may need some assistance. You may need some people you may need some like some people around you because this is gonna this this exercise is you identifying you. And it's really hard to see you. There are some things that you know about yourself that nobody knows. Would you agree? There are some things that you know about you that nobody else knows. But there's also some things about you that everybody else knows that you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea that you're this way. And either nobody told you or people tell you, but you're just not listening. It's real. But who do you have to become? Now, there are some things, there are some obvious things. If you're being real with yourself, of who you have to become to accomplish this. One, I have to be more consistent on the activity of the goal. In the goal, there are activities that have to be accomplished. And your biggest challenge is not that you can't do the activities, but you're not consistent in doing the activities. We need to be more organized. I found a strategy to go to the gym. And believe it or not, okay, there's some things that I know about myself that nobody knows. My chest is a lot bigger than it was. <laughs> I know that about me. Now, other people don't know. <laughs> they don't know it yet, but I feel it. I feel the difference. I've been it these last few weeks. I feel it because when I put my hand on my chest, it's a little more rock solid and a little cup underneath. I don't know if y'all can see, but like when you, when you cup underneath, it's different. It's different. You know what I mean? But I don't be out here with my shirt off showing off so everybody wouldn't know it about me, but I know that about me. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's some things that you know about yourself that you don't know, that, that other people don't know. You know that you're lazy. Nobody else can tell. Because when you're in front of everybody, you're on. There's some things that you know about yourself that nobody knows. And we got to identify those things. So do me a favor, throw it in the chat real quick. Who do you have to become to reach this particular goal if we have the goal in mind? Who do we have to become? Who do we have to become? 
got to become more self-aware. We got to stop lying to ourselves. We got to stop getting so angry. The most confident people outwardly, oh my gosh, inside, no confidence. And they know it. They could talk real good, but internally they know. know. Okay. But let's just identify it real quick, okay? Um, you have to, like, yes, 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 yes. Who do you have to become, okay? All right, cool. So I'm going to run these. I'm, I'm going to run these back because either some people are late to the call or you are just enjoying the show and you weren't writing it down. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to go get some paper, pen, write this down, put it in your notes in your phone. Okay, this is your homework, part of it, part of it. Yes, better. Yes, better. We about to leave. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. This this message is sponsored. <laughs> let me actually let's do that right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Vero. All right. Um, uh, let me find it. Let me find it. Okay. Bow. All right. All right. This is a quick commercial break for the morning meetup. All right. So here we go. Here we go. Let me show y'all this real quick. This message is sponsored by shopsocialproof.com, shopsocialproof.com, okay? And uh, what I'm wearing today is a beautiful ensemble. Well, I'm actually wearing a sweatshirt, but I have actually uh, hoop shorts on uh, and no socks under this, but you can't tell. Okay, this is the no rain, no flowers sweatshirt, okay? No rain, no flowers. You want flowers? You need rain. You can't you can't have one without the other. And on the front has the beautiful social proof right here. This is amazing quality too. I'm wearing it right now. It's a pretty color. Okay. Uh make sure you use your uh, morning meetup code. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So all right. So go to shopsocialproof.com. Good. Thank you so much, Vito. All right, here we go. So let me let me let me run this back. Okay, because I know some of y'all just weren't. Writing it down. You weren't taking notes on your homework. Okay. Hey, real quick, throw it in the chat. How many people are glad I'm about to run, go back over this because you did not write down your homework? Just be honest. Come on. Let's do it. It's all safe space here. Okay. <laughs> I love y'all so much. All right. One, we got to create a measurable goal. Okay. Create a measurable goal tonight. You guys are going to create a measurable goal. Number two, you're going to set the time of accomplishment. I want it to be either 30, 60, or 90 days. We're going to set a 30, 60, or 90-day goal. Number three, ask yourself the question, will this goal make you happy? Will this goal make you happy? You don't have to spend too much time on it, but just make sure the goal that you're setting it's something that's going to make you happy, okay? We'll focus on goals that help other people and our family and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes us hitting the goal will help our family. But just make sure this thing makes you happy, okay? Uh, next, what will be the long-term effects of the goal? The only reason I'm having you go through this conversation is because I want this thing to be real for you. Not just writing down a number on a sheet of paper. There's, there's, there's an exercise. There's a relationship, there are moment, there's a moment that I want you to have with this target. 
What will be the long-term effects of this goal? And lastly, who do you have to become to reach this goal? Who do you have to become to reach this goal? Who do you have to become? Okay, note takers. I see them note takers, man. Note takers are money makers. I heard that one. All right, cool. So that is the target. But now we have to talk about tactics. And I got 10 minutes, okay? We want to build backwards. This is the strategy. The tactic is the strategy. We need to start building backwards. And I'm going to help you with... Uh, I'm going to help you with numbers. It's going to come to numbers, okay? So give me a second. Let me let me turn my board on real quick. I got my board here. Um, let's see. Okay, that ain't it. Let's just let's just do this here. Okay. So we're going to work backwards. Let me get my camera here. Okay. We're going to work backwards. Okay? And here's what I mean. There's a question I want you to write down. Is what has to be true? What has to be true? Oh, that's hard, Cynthia. Thank you. What has to be true? Write this down, okay? What has... What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket and in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. 
You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you know right now yet, you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal. That triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now. Don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights, take your brand to new heights, take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer. Okay. I'll see you at the summit. And don't forget to use promo code. Big deal. To be true. So let's say, <laughs> let's say that the goal is to make $50,000 in 90 days. We have to ask ourselves what has to be true. And this is just an exercise, okay? So let's say, for instance, we want to make $100,000 in a year. What has to be true for you to make $100,000 in a year? Somebody write it down. What has to be true for you to make $100,000 in a year? What has to be true? For the sake of time, I'll just go over it. But what has to be true is we have to make an average of $8,400 a month. About it's actually eighty three eight eight thousand three hundred thirty three dollars and thirty four cents. But what has to be true? We have to make about eighty four hundred dollars. We're just rounding up, okay? What has to be true for us to make eighty four hundred dollars a month? Well, we have to make two hundred and seventy five dollars a day. Well, it's actually like two hundred seventy four, but I'm just rounding for good round numbers, okay? Two hundred and 70, let's just do $274 a day. That has to be true. For you to make $100,000, you have to make an average of $8,400 a month, or you have to make $274 a day. Now, it may not be every day, it's just the average. This has to be true. So let's say, for instance, we have a $50 product. The thing that we sell is $50. Well, what has to be true? What has to be true? Come on, y'all. Okay, I just, for a second thought. We have to sell six every day. If you sell six $50 products every single day this year, you will make $100,000 a year. Now, we have to ask ourselves, what has to be true to sell six of these products every single day? Well, we have to ask a bunch of people. We have to nurture, nurture a group of people. Instagram, when I'm making posts on Instagram, that is me nurturing people. That's how I look at it. I have to stay on Instagram because I have to keep nurturing the audience because not everybody's going to buy what I have to sell the first time I ask them to buy it. But I still got to ask. And we got to nurture. And then exposure. We need other audiences. 
I need content that's continuing to run every single day on different platforms. This is how I'm looking at what has to be true for me to sell these six every single day. What has to be true? So we're building backwards. Does that make sense? That's why we need numbers, okay? So here's, here's, here's the homework. Here's the homework, okay? Your homework is to list three to five people in your network that can help you in any way. This is a part of the challenge, okay? Three to five people in your network, people that you know. Make that list, okay? Three to five people in your network that you know that can help you in any way. You know somebody that's really, really smart and really, really creative, they're on the list. Very creative. Joey, super creative. Okay, I somebody who knows a little something about SEO. Oh, they know about SEO. Somebody who knows a little something about marketing, knows a little something about marketing. Somebody you know has an audience. Oh, they got a little audience. I want you to start taking inventory of the people in your life that can help you. <clears throat> I say three to five, but it can be more than three to five. It's okay. But I want you to circle three to five people that are in your network. I just want you to start taking inventory of what you have in your life because there are some people that can help you, but you haven't tapped into them yet because you haven't thought of them as an asset in your life. You know they're an asset, but you get what I'm saying. You don't look at them as inventory. All the people in my life, I look at them as inventory. I can pull from them for specific things. Got it? Y'all going to do it? Okay. All right, cool. Three to five people in your network that can help you. If you have a longer list, go with the longer list, but specifically targeting three to five, okay? Now, I'm almost done. More homework for you. I want you to create two different plans with at least five steps that are going to help you get to your goal. Don't check out on me yet. Don't check on, I know I said a lot, don't check out yet. Two different plans with at least five steps in each plan to get there, okay? For example, our goal is to make $50,000 in 90 days. You're gonna have to build backwards, of course, right? So our first plan, let's say, is, okay, I'm going to make $50,000 in 90 days. One of the ways I can do this is I'm going to write a book. Got it? And in writing this book, I'm going to collaborate with four other people. So it'll be five of us all promoting this one thing. And I get to use their audiences and I'll do some profit sharing, but I will be the quarterback to this. Thing. I'm going to gather everybody's information in my particular space, as, add them as contributors, give them some sort of uh, way to sell and say, for every book you sell, you get 50% and I get 50%. Every book you sell, you get 50% and I get 50%. And this is a part of the strategy, okay? I'm gonna collaborate with four people. That is one step. Second, I'm gonna go on eight podcasts. I'm going to offer an affiliate for all these podcasts. I, you know, I have to target and actually jump on eight podcasts that will give me additional exposure. I'm going to speak at three to five events. So I have to find some events to speak at that have an audience. And I'm going to speak there, but I'm going to take that content and use that as marketing 
for the promo because I can't just put a camera in front of my face and talk, but it's different when I'm on stage. It's a whole nother energy. So I got to find three events to speak at, record it, and start repurposing the content. I'm going to gather a thousand emails and a thousand text messages over the next 30, 60, 90 days. And I'm going to blast out content on a regular basis. I'm going to be nurturing these people. I'm going to give, 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 and then ask to buy, and then ask them to share certain things with their audience. This is a part of the strategy. I'm going to take $1,500, put it to the side, and use it for micro-influencers. Me personally, I would rather take 10 people that have 5,000 followers and give them a certain amount of money than to give one person with 50,000 followers a certain amount of money. I'll let that sit on you. I would rather, like if I if, if I was going to pay somebody who had $50,000, I mean 50,000 followers, let's just say $100 to make a post for me, I would rather take that $100 and give 10 people $10 who have 5,000 followers. The only reason I'm going through this is because I need you to come up with two plans, two strategies, because I need you to think. And we haven't accomplished our goals because we haven't thought. We haven't sat there and strategized a plan. I'm strategizing constantly. But what it does is, it's not for the sake of having a good plan, it's for the sake of you having the ability to think through some sort of strategy or some sort of plan that will work. Five steps in each, two plans, two paths. I'm either gonna do this X amount of dollars with an ebook or I'm gonna do this X amount of dollars with a t-shirt brand. Or I'm gonna do X amount of dollars with speaking gigs. Or I'm gonna do X amount of dollars or I'm, I'm going to get X amount of followers. My goal, your goal might be to get to 50,000 followers. I don't know. But I want you to sit there and think, this is not short-term reward stuff. It's long-term. All right, cool. Anyway, I say all that to say is I have to play everyone at the table. But it, it, it has me like thinking and strategizing. I got to get this piece from this person, this piece from this person. This is what I'm going to have to give up. It just keeps my mind sharp. Anyway. Um, last point, and uh, we're going to get out of here, make a list of everything you will need to accomplish this goal. But there is a thing called growing pains in all that you do. And not to have a, um, maybe not, not like a negative message, but I do want you all to appreciate the things that Right, we just, we just heard from a bunch of people, and business is going great. Darius has opened up new restaurants. We get high ticket sales, and some of you guys are like, "It's it, it's going well," and um, congratulations on that. Um, but there are some people here that are experiencing some growing pains, where the outside, the the like the outside result isn't showing up how you feel on the inside, meaning inside you're giving it everything you got. And on the outside, there are no results. So it hurts. Can anyone relate to that? Like you feel like you're doing everything right, 
but on the out, like we, we're not seeing the fruits of the labor. Now I talked last week about execution and patience. So we have to execute. We are going to execute, right? Put execute in the chat if we're going to execute this month. We are not going to be the reason we fail. It's going to be outside factors. We will not be the reason. You, you will be able to say, I've done everything in my power to succeed. I said I was going to hit this particular work goal, meaning I said I was going to contact 10 people a day for 30 days, and I did. Now, the result, that's none of our business right now for most of us. We just got to do the work. But have you ever felt like you are doing the work, but it's just not showing up in results? Or some people will be able to relate to this, where your business is growing, but there are so many holes in the business that it feels like you're losing a grip on the business. Maybe it's maybe it's just me. I uh when I started to get some traction with my t-shirt brand, what happened was I was making more sales, but there were so many things that were falling through the crack. Meaning I was I was making a lot of sales, but there are a lot of misfulfilled orders, meaning you order a large and somehow you get an extra large. You order a black shirt and for some reason you got a red shirt. I'm making a lot of sales, but it was it was in the process. There was a lot of holes in the business that I had to fix. And I felt like I was just losing a grasp or a grip on the business because the, the misfired orders piled up so high. I was like, I will soon be out of business. Growth hurts. Or let's say in our book club, we're reading one of the books and we start to learn more in the books. But then after we put the book down, life tests us to see if we understand what we just read. So in the application of what we just read and what we learned and what we understand, it hurts, but it's a part of growth. So I was looking at like the definition of growing pains and I got to read, I've been really into definitions lately. And it said growing pains usually, usually cause an aching or throbbing feeling in the legs. This pain often occurs in the front of the thighs, the calves, or behind the knees. Usually both legs hurt. Some children may also experience abdominal pain or headaches during episodes of growing pains. The pain doesn't occur every day. It comes and goes. That first part really stuck with me. It said growing pains usually cause an aching or throbbing feeling in the legs. Why the legs? One, the legs are growing. But two, that's the foundation of your entire body. Everything stands on the legs. The legs are the support of the entire body. The legs are the support of the most important things in your body, period. Your heart, your brain, your ability to reason, your thought process, the things that you see, the things that you say, 
It's the foundation. And when I was reading it, I said, yo, this is like scarily like business because a lot of the growing pains are going to come from a foundational issue. Not the business itself, like the the the, the front facing part of the business, but more the foundation of the business more often than not. The logo looks pretty. People like it. You're a good salesperson. But the pain I'm telling you is going to be in that foundation. And listen, I am still going through it myself. My business legs are on fire right now. Business experiences a lot of growth, and then you got to go back and correct. I'm, I'm making a post today. I was going to make it yesterday, but I didn't have time. That every year, every year, do you guys focus on making more money than you made the previous year? Right? I mean, 2020, 2019, my goal was to make more in 2019 than I made in 2018. And it happened. Goal in 2020 was to make more than I made in 2019. Goal 2021, uh, my goal was to make more than I made in 2020, and it happened. Goal in 2022 was to make more than I made in 2021, and that actually happened. 2023, my goal is not to make more than I made in 2022. My goal is to make the same amount of money easier simpler, less issues, better supporting cast, more fluid. My goal this year is not to make more money than I made last year. This is the first time in David Shan's history where my goal was not to make more. My goal is actually match last year but do it in a more systematic way, an easier way. Can I make the same amount of money in an easier way? Can I fix a more solid, can I, have a, can I make the same money on a more solid foundation? So the focus isn't more sales, the focus is a better foundation to stand on. I don't claim to teach financial literacy. I do some elements, but... My major thing isn't financial literacy because I'm learning financial literacy along with you all just at maybe a slightly higher level. There's much more conversation to have, be had. Listen, the goal, okay, we start, we set up a business, right? We set up a business, an LLC, a company. Then we set up a bank account. And then we got to manage the money that comes into that bank account and properly allocate it to expenses we got to properly allocate some of it to like a reserve. We got to properly allocate it to pay ourselves. That's tough in itself. Basic level of financial literacy for a business. Understanding your profit margin. If you buy a product for $5 and you sell it for $10, that means every time you sell a product, you should profit $5. Five is really the thing that we're looking at, the profit, the five, because that other five that it costs you to actually produce that product should go automatically back into the business. And the things that we're calculating in terms of what should we invest, how to expand, how to grow, what to pay ourselves should be based on that profit. 
But in terms of like financial literacy, we need to understand that because the thing that I described sounds easy, but the application, extremely difficult. It's extremely difficult. I'll be the first to tell you. That process, set up a company. The company should pay you, but out of the profits. It should be easy to calculate the profits. Should be but it's extremely difficult. So this is why financial literacy in a business is so important. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's vital, it's important. But even through that process, there's going to be growing pains. You're gonna give all this stuff to an accountant and they're gonna say, yo, you ruined your financial business life and they're gonna scare you half to death. And they're gonna say, hey, you need to fix this immediately. But guess what happens? Well, if that isn't the right person, because they can they can look at your situation because they know a little more than you, and they will attack it. But that's no guarantee that they are the right person to handle your business. So you go through that growing pain process. And what do you do when you make more sales than you can handle? Can anyone imagine that? Someone said this to me one time. They said, yo, you don't want to grow too fast. And it sounded crazy to me. Right? Doesn't that sound kind of crazy? You don't want to grow too fast. From my perspective, the faster I can make some money, the better. I'm doing something right. But it took me a long time to understand that you do not want to grow too fast. Why? Because your legs, <laughs> your legs can't handle it. It's like building a building. You have like pillars, right? But then you just run the building. You just start putting first floor, second floor, third floor, just mad floors. And then it topples. Why? Because the foundation hasn't been secured. Your financial legs, that's where the strain is going to be. So I'm asking you, I'm asking you, begging you, I want you to really consider your financial legs, meaning the foundation on which your business stands on. What is the foundation? It is your system. It is your process. It is your training. I'm telling you this, but I'm not telling you that I got it right. I'm still learning. I just put it in the chat because I don't ever want anybody to think Dave is preaching. I want you to say, Dave is still learning. Just throw it in the chat. Dave is still learning. So I know that you understand that I'm not giving you a lesson in, hey, follow me. I'm telling you, let's all continue to learn. This, as your brand grows, you have to keep the momentum of your brand at the same time working on the foundation. My accountant told me something the other day, which may sound crazy said no more investments until we finish this restructuring of your business. I got money that I need to put in a place and I can't just have it sit in the bank, but they said, stop it. Until we like lock in the system on where you're supposed, which company you're supposed to invest from, what percentage, and it is, it, it hurts, you know, it hurts. Growing pains. All right, let's let's keep let's 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 move on this definition a little bit, right? The pain often occurs in the front of the thighs and calves and behind the knees. And one thing I did learn is that growing pains 
occur in the muscles or the joints, meaning the pain is going to be in the thing that's getting stronger. Now, before I get into that, just remember, don't ignore it. It's really easy to ignore it. Have you ever ignored it? Have you ever had like a problem and you just ignored it? And then you just go try to make some more money. You try to make some more sales or you just start, you start ignoring that part of the business and you focus on another part of the business or you ignore the whole thing altogether and then you wind up rebranding and doing something else. But I'm telling you, it's going to follow you. <laughs> Look, it says, uh, usually both legs hurt. Some children may also experience abdominal pain or headaches uh, during episodes of growing pains. This is my point. The pain doesn't occur every day. It comes and goes. Yo, I was reading this joint. And I'm like, yo, this is business. This is entrepreneurship, 100%. The pain doesn't occur every day. <laughs> it comes and goes. Am I right? Am I right, y'all? It doesn't hurt every day when you're growing. It comes and goes. One day you're feeling depressed. The other day you feel amazing. The next day, anxiety, stress. The next day, you got your biggest client ever. It doesn't occur every day. <laughs> it comes and it goes. The reason I'm actually saying all of this or any of this today is because I want you to know that pain is normal, but you do have two options. Growing pains or staying pains. Growing pains, meaning you're growing at the rate of the situations that will occur. Internally, the most important part about this whole morning meetup experience, which you guys may or may not understand, is the book club. It is probably the most important part of this entire morning meetup experience. It's the book club. Not for the book that we're reading, but for your ability to read it, your ability to get through it. Do me a favor. Throw it in the chat. Now, Bren puts no more than 10 pages in there, depending on how like the, the font of the book or the big, whatever, how, however she describes it. I think she does an amazing job. Your ability to carve out 15 minutes, 20 minutes to read will be one of the biggest growing experiences that you experience in the morning meetup. Having a routine. Yo, this is the, I'm, I'm telling you, this morning, this morning meetup book club has been the most important growth point for me. Why? Because it forced me to create a schedule. I never had a morning routine before. Even getting on the call. I never really had a morning routine. I, I know I'm going to be on the call at this time, but I now have a routine. Y'all want to hear it? Let me tell you about my routine. I wake up at 6.30 every day. Every, depending on how my daughter um, tortured me through the night, I'll hit snooze once or twice. And my snooze lasts for eight minutes. But my typical routine is I wake up at 6.30 in the morning. 
I get out of bed, I go in my daughter's room, or I go into like the guest bedroom. So on the same floor, I go there, I pray, and then I read the book. I read our chapters of the book before the call every single morning, 6.30, 6.30. I wrap that up. If I'm speaking, I create the message that I'm going to discuss, at least like some topics or something that I'm going to teach. And then I hop in the shower, get dressed, brush my teeth, come downstairs, do the call, leave, and go to, I got a house full of people, house full of people, my wife, my wife, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, my kids, they're all here, right? But I leave, go to work, come back. A whole routine. Now, it all started because I was real sporadic with the book read, but I said, if Bryn ever calls on me, I better had have like some sort of share. And it'd be super embarrassing for me to tell you guys to read a book and I haven't read or teach you to be consistent and I'm not consistent. My greatest fear is that Bryn catches me slipping one day. <laughs> and she's like, hey, what, what did you read? And I got to like, I didn't. <laughs> the routine in itself, the ability to actually finish a book will help you grow in ways it's hard for me to explain to you. I'm just saying. So, all right, Zula, chill out, Zula. <laughs> chill out man. I'm, I'm, I tell her I I'm have, and he has never failed. Come on, man. I read because I read. I got, it, it forced me to create a routine, but that routine has helped me structure my entire life. I have certain things that I do on certain days at certain times all throughout the week. Okay. All right. Um, here we go. We got growing pains and we have staying pains. Okay. Growing pains meaning we're growing at the rate of situations around us. It's, it's like making more money, keeping up with inflation. You know what I mean? So if inflation, do y'all understand what I'm saying? As inflation grows, as inflation grows, you need to make more money to keep up with the inflation. If you make the same amount of money, but the price of everything else gets higher, you're in a you're in a really bad situation. So growing pains me. It hurts, but at least we're keeping up with the rate of all the stuff that's going on around us. Forget the money. <clears throat> if you are internally growing in terms of you are reading, you are like analyzing what's going on around you. Ever since we've been in a morning meetup or like you've been reading this book club, has anyone experienced that your perspective of the things that going on or that are going on around you, you're 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 becoming more aware of what's happening. You like you ever be in an environment and all of your friends that you grew up with or that you always hang out with, you guys are there. Nothing wrong happening, but something clicks in your mind like, why am I here? What am I, what am I doing here? That ever happened to y'all? 
that is called growth. It's not, it's not that you just have it. You didn't even see it. It's almost like blinders on your eyes through your whole life. But as you continue to grow, it's like layers, the scales start to fall off your eyes and then you begin to see certain things. Things that were there all along. But as you start growing, you start analyzing things differently. I'm starting to see some of like when someone says something to somebody else, I can see how that person took it, the thing that they said. And it hurts me. I'm like, oh, why did and the person that said it can't even see that the thing that they said rubbed in the wrong way. Why? Because we're reading books. I'm going to recommend something to y'all real quick. Um, hold on. I actually, uh, hold on one second. Let me, let me find it real quick. Um, I was actually on, um, I was actually on, I think we talked about it actually. Uh, I was actually on, uh, on a live YouTube live and I'm going to send y'all this link real quick. I'm going to affiliate or nothing y'all, but I'm going to share something with you. And I, maybe I shared it last week that uh, that when I was working at the, I think it actually started when I was working at the Olive Garden. I started listening to this uh, this this communications workshop with Jim Rohn. I think, yeah, I, I talked about it last week. It opened my eyes to communicate. It, you know, it, it expanded my mind. And I've been listening to it. I listened to it for years. And then for a while, I lost this iPod that I had the the workshop on for like years probably like i probably haven't listened to it in 10 years and i just thought about it, i said oh crap i gotta introduce this to y'all let me show share this with y'all that's a link right there yo listen to that in your car i've been listening to it in my car and it's just as good as like when i first started listening to it probably 15 years ago 10 years 10 years ago at least but i'm i'm growing i'm growing and now that I'm understanding communication, I see errors in communication. I see my own errors. But that's a that, that's a part of growth. So growing pains or staying pains. You can stay the same, but the situations in your life are not going to change. They are going to continue to grow. So if you stay the same, but the situations in your life grow, it's almost like, I remember minimum wage used to be $7.15. $7.15. Y'all remember those days? Some of y'all probably remember $5.25. But imagine making $7.15 an hour today. Meaning your income did not grow with inflation at all. The world is going to get harder. You think because all these AI apps are coming out, it's going to make your life easier. It is going to make life harder. Why? Because you got to stay in tune with it. You got to stay in touch with it. You actually have to apply some of this stuff. Things, progression in science and technology do not do not doesn't help everybody. It doesn't make things easier. Okay. You're like, oh, 
there's AI and there's like, I can write a blog and then it won't take me that long. It's easier to write the blog. Yes, it is easier to write a blog, but you know what? There are 8 billion people who understand that it's easier to write a blog. So because it's easier to write a blog, you're going to, now the hard part is figuring out how to make your blog different using AI. <laughs> you think life gets easier? It does not. It does not. It's it, here's what I and maybe because I'm like in the middle of the curve, maybe it's like life gets harder as you get older, 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 gets harder, get harder, and then maybe based on the forty years of the blend of good decisions and bad decisions, maybe at some point it levels off. But I, I don't. All I know is that life gets harder every single year. For me, maybe. Maybe for, maybe just for me. But life gets harder. Why? Because you get older. And the world gets more advanced. And the, war, the world gets weirder. The world don't get weirder and weirder for y'all? No? Is it just me? The world gets weirder and weirder every day, every year. It just gets, it's tough. And you are, the, the pressure of growing Understand. So it, it's as soon as you get a handle on Instagram and post and your strategy, here comes a whole nother app that you need to learn. Or here goes a no, whole nother strategy that you need to learn. As your business gets bigger, it doesn't make life easier. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Just because you make more money, life doesn't get easier. Actually, I was just talking to my friend. Uh, we was actually at church this sat this uh this Saturday. And he said to me, he said, Yo, you're in a perfect position, man. Like I see you, like you got you're able to make money, take care of your family. He's like, yo, I'm I'm still working on like making more money. I really need to make more money. I'm like, bro, but you're in a situation where you don't got a whole lot of bills and a whole lot of responsibilities and you got a little money. You have a little money, but not a whole lot of bills and responsibilities that y'all want to make more. I said, just be careful what you ask for. It looks sweet. Oh, my life looks amazing. Oh, Dave gets to come on the morning meetup and he gets to do what he loves and podcasting and he knows how to make some money. That doesn't mean my life is easy. I had two kids. That when I walk in the house, work is over. Work is over. I walk in the house, my daughter does not let up at all. When I walk in the house, there's no, let me jump on the computer. She's like, no, daddy, come on. And she will close my laptop every time. I could be on my phone. She's grabbing my phone out of my hand. She does it all the time. She grabbed the phone out of my hand and placed it somewhere else and said, no, daddy, daddy. Okay, so now we have a bigger business, but less time. You can only imagine the pressure, the pressure to keep up with what you have. I'm telling y'all better enjoy where you're at because there, the grass only looks greener on the other side and it's never greener, ever. I'm telling you better manage your own problems. I'm trying to tell you, listen, I, 
the more money you make, the more issues you have, the more you have to hire, the more stress, the more tax, the more strategy, the more this, the more that. And you have to worry about all of that and also maintain or try to grow what you have. It's pressure. Unbelievable pressure. The more you have, the more anxiety you have to keep it. (laughs) Yo, do you know how scared some millionaires and multimillionaires are? Afraid. Living in fear. Living in fear. In fear that someone's going to rob them. In fear that they'll, that their customer base will no longer like them and stop buying in fear that the embarrassment of not making what they used to make, their fear, fear. Sometimes there's a requirement for you to take back some of the things that you purchased. <laughs> to take back that Lambo because you had a couple good years. Incredible pressure. It makes sense to sell some of that stuff that you bought when things were good. It makes sense, but it's so embarrassing. Pressure, anxiety. Everywhere you go, you got to look around. There's some people who have to have security. Golly, what would life be like if you have to walk around with security all day and you can't go to the grocery store? You can't go to a fear. I do not envy celebrities. I do not envy Jay-Z. I do not envy Beyonce. I don't envy Rihanna. I don't envy none of these people. Why? They can't just hang out. They can't go to the mall. I I like the freedom of going to the mall. (laughs) They can't. I don't envy. So my point is, you guys are going to experience some growing pains. And some of you are experiencing the pain right now as we speak. You're feeling the pain. I'm here to tell you that means you're probably doing something right. I have to point out that I've been in the gym for the last three weeks. You know what I mean? I, I, I have been in the gym for the last three weeks. Um, and I am in pain and I'm walking slow and my daughter is jumping all over me and I'm like, God, I'm, I'm hurting, but I find comfort knowing that it's just growing pains. Something is growing. If not, if I wasn't in pain, that means I didn't do anything. But here's the cheat code. You have to, you must. It is imperative. It is imperative that you learn the lessons from this growth. Don't quit. Don't retreat. Don't retract. Lean into it. You have to work out that muscle until it no longer hurts. My boy told me one thing the other day. He said, uh, when you make working out a lifestyle, you'll always be in pain. He said, you'll always be sore. 
he said, now nah, the, the soreness doesn't last as long. But he said, yo, you'll always, when it's your lifestyle, you'll always be in pain. You'll always be sore. So look forward to it. What do you want? Do you want it? If things are growing, pain, period. You could not grow. One of my favorite scenes from uh, from American Gangsters, he says, so your success took a shot at you. What you going to do? Become unsful? <laughs> you guys are going to experience some amazing success, but we are going to have to embrace these growing pains, okay? As you're growing, some things are going to hurt. The foundation is typically just go down to the foundation and you'll find the foundation of the business. Go to that and you'll find out why you're hurting. It's not like I lifted weights. It's not, it's internal. It's There's a foundational thing. My man was telling me yesterday, he said, yo, it's all about form in this one little exercise. He's like, yo, it's form. Once you get the form down, once you get the form down, it gets easier. Once you get the form down, you won't tear something. So if you get in here and just start like going at it, you'll tear something. He said, that's bad pain. That's unnecessary pain. Let's just focus on the foundation, the actual form. So, oh, 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 we got five more minutes. I am excited to announce. Hey, I'm going to announce something. Just say, um, announce it, Dave. Say, announce it. Announce it. And I'm on Instagram Live, so I can't get in too much. But uh, announce it. Tell me, if you want me to announce it, just let me announce it, okay? All right, so um, I have been working on delivering this apparel brand to you all months. And uh, Vero, is Vero here? Vero, 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 is she here? She I'm is. Oh, uh, oh my gosh! How long has this process been? I'll get this website up. Fall. Oh my gosh, it's been forever. And um, Shopify expert, yo, literally, she has figured out everything on my business. If you guys want a Shopify page and you want to start selling merch or selling anything on Shopify, make sure y'all hit up Veto. I, I'm telling you, I just got to get it. Listen, Veto, we're going to get on, like, when, next time you're in Atlanta, we just got to shoot some content. We're going to put something on the uh, on the podcast uh, because this has been an amazing journey, learning, growing pains, right? <laughs> so tell them real quick about the experience. You got maybe like 30 seconds. It's been it's been it's been a learning experience for me too. I always enjoy learning new things when it comes down to Shopify. I get excited. I get all like nerdy about it and I'm like, "Oh, I found this and I found that and hey Dave, look what I found," you know. So, it's been really cool. I'm really excited to show everyone. And yeah. um I can, I just I can't wait to to hear the feedback. Just yes. tell me about it. <laughs> I love it. So look, we have the the uh, page up. Um, our merch is ready to go live, but y'all know morning meetup. Y'all going to get the discount code. I'm giving y'all a code RIP, but like I'm on Instagram, but 30% off. Okay, I'm not going to put the code in. Uh, y'all actually should know what the code is. Y'all should know what the discount code is. Um, but if you go to shopsocialproof.com, shopsocialproof.com, of all the merch and stuff that I've been wearing for the last couple months. I've had this stuff done for, for months. You hear me? 
I've had it done for months, but uh, I'm going to keep this code open for today because you guys are launching with me. Uh, shopsocialproof.com. Veto put. Yes, you already know. You already know the uh, the code. Uh, yes. Let me, actually, let me share. Oh, I got maybe 30 seconds. Ah, I'm so excited. This is a long time coming. So um, we got some some merch ready for y'all. Okay, let me show you some. This is our social proof creative. If this is not the brain of a creative, I don't know what is. <laughs> Just mad colors going through our brain. That's a social proof creative hoodie. Uh, we got the no rain, no flowers. No rain, no flowers. You got a couple colors of that. There's a social proof blur hoodie. This is probably one of my favorites for sure. Y'all see that? Social proof blur. I like that. I like that. Um, early bird gets the worm. Social proof on the front with the little bird with the little worm in his mouth. It's really, really dope. And uh, early bird on the back. Dream big, work hard, stay focused, and surround yourself with good people, okay? Listen, use that code today. Obviously, we got the podcast hoodie, so all my podcasters. We got the quiet money hoodie. We got this in a sweatshirt, too. Um, really, all things that embody social proof consistency sweatshirt, all things that embody um, this social proof lifestyle. We got the collaboration over competition sweatshirt. We got it in a t-shirt as well. So on the website, growth is a process. We got this in a black hoodie too. We got consistency. God, miss man. Go use the code. The code will be uh, live all day today. Okay. Um, definitely appreciate the support uh, for everybody. We will continue to drop merch. We will continue to drop apparel that actually helps you stay inspired. So, uh, Vero, thank you so much, man. Make sure y'all hit her up. Um, I love y'all. I appreciate all the support. And this month we are going to grow together. All right. For, and this month we are going to grow together. All right. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now.